Good morning. I'm Steve Gilbert, along with Dan Peterson. We're the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show. Presented to you by Royington Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. We're a service experts company. We're a six-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award and London Free Press Best of London, a two-time winner of the Best of Home Stars and St. Thomas and Nalgan Weekly News Reader's Choice Award. Uh, thank you for listening today, and we hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, about how heating, air conditioning, and plumbing can help you in your home. Uh, but most important, the phone lines are open, so you can call in at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You can always send us an email at inch by inch, by inch at serviceexperts.com. But please don't wait to give us a call, um, and we'll hopefully we can answer that question for you. Hopefully. Mr. Peterson, nice to see you today. It's a wonderful day out there right now. I could not. Uh, so anyways, uh, we're working the, uh, it's the Sarnia Home and Garden Show this weekend. In Sarnia, yes. In the, the Clearwater <laughs> Arena in the lovely city of Sarnia. Yep. And so I was coming home from work yesterday and from the this, from this show, and um my wife just told me to stop and pick up something to eat. So usually I will go to my favorite, which is Panago Pizza, and pick up <laughs> and pick up my my favorite, which is a Genoa Classic. Anyway, <laughs> I did that. That was a big plug. It was. <laughs> I, I did that, and while I was in the store, I had no idea. I came out, and it's there's a blizzard going on. <laughs> yes, there was. <laughs> I thought, what the heck is this? <laughs> It just kind of floated through two or three times yesterday. I was snowing horizontally like you would not <laughs> yeah. believe. And I'm thinking, okay, welcome to April. Uh, put put your AC, AC cover back on. <laughs> back on. That's right. Peter was yelling at us. Or not yelling, I'm sorry. Peter was suggesting strongly about taking your air conditioner cover off last week and yeah, I, I I didn't do it, so. <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't. After all the wind and snow, mine would be full of pine cones. <laughs> so anyways, then I woke up this morning, and, you know, it's trickery. It's trickery because you look outside the window, and the sun is shining brightly, and there's no snow on the ground, and you think, oh, it's a beautiful day. I went outside, <laughs> and I had to scrape my window. Yes. It was like minus 7 degrees, and I thought... Okay, there's something seriously wrong this year. There was a bit of black ice on the road this morning, so... Yeah, you came in from St. Thomas. Yeah, and hopefully everybody was careful on their way, and yes. I didn't see anybody in the ditch, but I was surprised. <laughs> yes. So, that's what we woke up to this morning. Uh, Peter is not with us today. I don't know if he'll be calling in. Uh, he is in Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. It's well, what? It's a couple hours, what? A couple hours, yeah. yeah. Hard yeah. to say. And he is there for the, the World Curling uh, Championships are on in the men's. And so we have. there's a game going on today. Canada plays this morning. They're playing the United States. Yeah, 11.30. So that is on TSN. So you can either live stream that or watch it on your on your television. But yep. it'll be an important game because they have to play that to get to the semi. Yeah, it's uh, do or die now. Yeah. Yeah. So... We'll hopefully cheer Canada on and yes, we will. hopefully bring home a medal. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing, spring training, right? Spring training's over. I know. <laughs> and so since we can't have a night's report, how are the Tigers doing? <laughs> Actually, the Tigers have had more games canceled than they've had. They've 
they've dropped about three, I think. Have they? Uh, yeah. Um, it's just inclement weather. There's not much you can do about it. Um, but they aren't doing as well as the Jays are doing right now. So the Jays are doing a lot better right now. Yes. I well, I I had no expectations for them this year so far. So, but uh, coming out and watching them play, I I was obviously I'm in I'm happy because they're they seem to be doing well. Well, some of the additions they made are uh, really panning out for them early. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I I happened to watch some Yankee baseball as well, and um, they're starting the season off well. Well. If you like Yankee baseball, I guess they're, they're doing okay. <laughs> well, we won't get into this, shall we? Well, they got a couple of big swingers there, so I, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw Aaron Judge. Just it looked like he was just kind of sw- taking a, a swat at a fly or something, <laughs> and he hit like the second deck. And I, I thought, <laughs> wow, he's a really big boy. <laughs> he is. <laughs> <laughs> to think that he almost checked his swing and knocked it out of the park, I just yeah. Well, I was just reading a story about launch angle. Yes, where they used to swing down on the ball and straight through the zone. Now they try to hit the same angle as the pitch is coming in, and that just launches that changes the whole launch angle and uh, a lot more fly balls and a lot of more of them carry out of the park now. That's interesting. Yeah. So. Which I, it just it doesn't it surprises me because I can't I can't understand how those great hitters can actually see the ball coming in at ninety five <laughs> or ninety six miles an hour anyways right I don't understand yeah, that that's but, why they're great hitters yes they can pick up the rotation on the ball and when they pick up the rotation they can usually tell what's coming and yeah so yeah. that's like I went to East Park one time to go to the batting cages and yeah. you know the, at the high speed batting cages it's still only throwing 60 maybe 65 yeah. 70 miles an hour right it's yeah. it's not that fast right well I step in I get my helmet my bat and I I drop the coins in I'm standing there waiting waiting for the ball and I just I hear something hit the mat right <laughs> yeah. and I I didn't see it yeah. I, I had no idea it even came by me <laughs> so so I thought Okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna add we're gonna add about twenty five to thirty miles an hour f- more on that ball. Yeah, yeah, I can't see it. Yeah, yeah, well, they they average pitcher the pitch leaves the mound at six foot something off of the ground, and when it hits the plate uh, in the strike zone, it's about two foot. So they they tried the batters are try to match the angle that the ball's coming in now and. That's amazing. Yeah, it gets them the lot. But strikeouts have gone way up too. So. Yes. Well, we promise when we come back after break, we will talk about some heating, air conditioning, <laughs> and plumbing and not baseball. But um, we'll get back to you right after this. Thanks. Nights in white satin, never reaching the end. Letters I've written. Well. So there was no uh, there was no theme last week. Uh, we just got together in the office, and Nicole says, "What music are we playing tomorrow?" I said, "Well, we'll just pick something." So there are four songs that have been chosen at random, and that's what you're going to hear today. And you picked that one. I did not pick Nights of White Satin. No. Oh, okay. No. You, you'll hear mine. I'll 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 say which one's okay. mine when it when it plays. <laughs> we had a now. Because there was some inside information about Dan Peterson sitting in the chair today, uh, there was a specific question that was sent to me, 
I think I know the question. <laughs> I think I know the sender. For for you to answer. So I'm I'm going to read this because it's uh, – this is for the godfather of plumbing. What would you do if the toilet tank isn't filling but water is shooting out of the top of the ballcock? Well, it probably needs a repair kit in the top of that ballcock. The problem with the repair kits are there are so many different ballcocks out there now um, that it's hard to find the proper one. But there's a diaphragm in the top of that that's allowing the water to shoot up through the top. Okay. And uh, you can you can go get a repair kit that will repair that, but the problem is to find out what make you have. And um, some of them have three screws, some have two, some have four. A lot of times it's just easier to change the valve now. Just change it out. So there seem to be a lot of different manufacturers of toilets these days. Yes. Right? Yes. And so am I to assume that inside that tank, each manufacturer has a different uh, system of filling that uh, tank? Well, they all have a uh, a fill valve of some sort. Okay. But they aren't always the same one. There's many different manufacturers out there. A lot of times, uh, kind of like an automotive you know, when they when they build a car, they'll get the shocks from one place and they'll get – well, it's the same with toilet manufacturers. A lot of times they don't build their own fill valve or their own flush valve. They'll get it from another manufacturer. Okay. So you may find two different make toilets out there and they may have the same parts inside. Some of the bigger names um, will put their own name on it. Right. But it may not – they still it, may not manufacture That's it. right. They may not manufacture it. And some of them actually do manufacture their own, but uh, a lot of times you'll see that you may you may see the same parts in this in two different toilets. Okay, yeah, but they they seem to be I don't know. Uh, there there's certainly technology in the back of a toilet has changed dramatically from from even ten, fifteen, twenty years ago. Drastically, yeah. and I, I I assume it's for the better. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah. It seems it, it, it you know it seems to work. It seems to be quieter. Uh, it seems to fill faster. Uh, but I, I think those are are those all advances in toilet technology. Yeah, they're all advances, and they have been fine tuning this for years and years. When they first came out with low flush toilets, right? Um, the holes around the rim they had to change. The jet hole they had to change. Um, the trapway. They had to change, and and they had to not just change those parts in the bowl or those configurations in the bowl. They had to make sometimes the flush valve had to be bigger to get water out of the tank quicker to make that flush. Right. As soon as you make that hole bigger inside the tank, you don't need as much volume of water, water. to flush. That's right. So okay. they they've tinkered with it for a number of years, and I think they've come down. They've got it down to a fine science now, and there's just about every toilet on the market is a low flush now. Yes. Now, so there was a second part to this question, which was, uh, what would cause the trip lever to be so hard to push down that you need to use two hands to make it flush? Well, it's very seldom the trip lever. It's usually the uh, flapper or the gasket on the flush valve. As they get worn, they get softer, and when you flush the toilet and it closes, 
it sucks down into the valve. So then when you go to flush it the next time, it takes a lot more torque to, to lift that up. Okay. And uh, very seldom it's ever the trip lever. It could be the trip lever's getting stiff or it's got something broken inside, but nine times out of ten it's that to flapper or a gasket on the flush valve. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so um, how how does a person today pick a toilet? <laughs> <laughs> there, there's many variations out there right now. People want the lowest flush. Some people want one-piece toilets. It's all in the eye of the beholder. And the benefit of a one-piece toilet is you just it, it's cleaner, right? It, it, it's not as difficult to clean. Yeah, is that it, it looks nice. It looks nicer. Um, some you can see the trapway, uh, the way it's molded. Some you can't. If you can't see the trapway, it's nicer for cleaning. Yep. There's no bends or anything they have to clean around. So it it's all depends on the person, what they like. Now, what about these wall-mounted toilets? What do you think of those? The wall-mounted ones? Yeah. Well, you mostly see them in commercial. But there's there's a there's a new residential line out now. and There is. There, you seem, they seem, that seems to be something which is new. I think it's 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 been in Europe for a long time, right? Yes, yes. So things usually start there and then find the, make their yes. way over to North America. The problem with those is that you have to have what they call a carriage in the wall. I would think so, yes. To mount that too. So you may have to make your wall thicker to accommodate that carriage. But on the other hand, you can clean underneath of it. Right. Very easily. Yes. There's nothing on the floor to have to clean around. You can get a mop or a swifter. But the retrofit would be huge on that. So that's something that needs to happen at time of construction, right? right? That's right. That's not very very often something you would do during a renovation. Right. Yeah. That's something, yes, that's something for the new home. Yeah, that that wouldn't be just, uh, I'd like to change my toilet, so I think I'm going to... Put an in-wall in. That's right. That's right. Not one that mounts on the wall. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well... If you have any other questions about Mr. Peterson regarding, you know, <laughs> toilets, please give us a call. Yep. We're at 519-643-2222. Uh, I had a text from Jamie who just wanted me to uh, put it out there that Nights in White Satin, which was the first song played, was his song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he did not want to let that one go. <laughs> yeah. Um did you know that uh, Hockeyville or Hockey Hockeyville that the vote was last week, right? Yes, I did. And Lucan won. Yes, I did. So Lucan won two hundred fifty thousand dollars for an arena reno job. That's right. That's phenomenal. That's right. We voted for Lucan. Yes, we did vote for yes. Lucan. There was certainly that it was out there, and I'm glad everybody responded to that. So. I think you could vote. You could have voted. I think twenty times. Oh, is that right? I think so. Yeah. I didn't try that. I just voted yeah. the once, but. Oh, no, I think I did 10. Oh. <laughs> I still think they get their money regardless of how the vote came in. Yeah, but, yes. uh, that's good for them. It uh, is, local community. And, yeah, uh, and they deserve it. Um, absolutely. It's they've an, had some good hockey teams there over the years. They need to uh, They put some money in that and upgrade that, and it'll be great for them. It will. Yeah. It'll be awesome. So um, are you uh, – the Masters is on this weekend. Yes, it is. So, are you are you watching that, or are you you might be curling this weekend? For all I know, uh, no, not this weekend, but next weekend. But um, I've watched it on and off. Um, not Tiger's way out of it now. 
Yeah, I, I saw that. I was. I think people were expecting a little bit more. Uh, I think so, but uh, it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing. Oh, right? it's not an easy golf course by no. any any stretch. But some of the shots that were made yesterday were unbelievable. Um, I think uh, Adam Hadwin is still in the mix. Uh, I think he's at uh, two or three under. Yeah, and uh, he made a few nice shots yesterday too. Did you see uh, they were they were showing it hit social media pretty hard about Jack Nicholas's grandson on the uh, hitting the hole in one on the par three? Oh no, I didn't see that, but I did hear about that. Oh, it was pretty yeah. spectacular. Yeah. yeah, so they're standing there, and his grandson, who's, I mean, it was a he's got a beautiful golf swing. I, I but I yeah. understand if you're in that family, golf would be you yeah. know pretty important. Yeah, he struck the ball, and it was just it was a beautiful <laughs> shot. Yeah. Well, I don't. Would he be? Uh, I saw Jack's son play at uh, Glen Abbey. Did you? And uh, I don't know whether that would be his boy or not. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we are at the bottom half of the hour, so we'll have more plumbing questions for you. So please give us a call at five one nine six four three twenty two twenty two or one eight six six three five four eight two five five, and we'll catch you right after these announcements. So that was T-Rex, Bang a Gong is the song. I don't know who sent that one in. It could be Nicole's for all I know. It was not mine, but... No, I think I did. I oh, think. did I? Yeah. <laughs> you like that song, do you, Dan? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had a, we had a duct cleaning question just come in. Um, when you have your duct cleaning done, does the door have to be open? Which is a pretty good question. We used to, yeah. we used to have our when we had our our big truck. Uh, we used to drag in a ten inch hose from the truck because that's where the vacuum was, and we yep. used to bring that in through the front door, prop the door open, and then that hose would would be, run down to the basement, and then attached to the furnace. Right. And then, and then we also brought in our compressed air lines as well. But we don't do that anymore now. Nowadays, we have a it's a self-contained uh, HEPA. It's got a three three-part cleaning process, and it actually is brought into the house. And we take it downstairs to the furnace where we make all our connections. It's a lot quieter. Yeah, it's it's quieter, and it also yeah because when we were cleaning ductwork, you could we had yeah we would have to, have to tell the neighbors because that truck was very <laughs> loud. Um, so nowadays, so then the the door which doesn't have to be it can be. It doesn't have to be open quite as much because all we're bringing in is a small uh, half-inch compressed airline. Yeah. So yeah. certainly the old way, the door had to be propped wide open, and nowadays we don't have to do that. So Yeah, it kind of uh, – in the winter time, I can see where that would be upsetting for some people. Absolutely, yeah. especially because they got the heat cranked on and exactly. they're trying to yeah. – yeah. So I hope uh, that was from Jeff. So hopefully, Jeff, that answers your question and um, – it's that time of year, spring. If we think about spring cleaning, uh, getting your ductwork cleaned yeah. is is one of those things that you probably might consider doing. So yeah, it's a good time of year to do it. Yeah. Um, in the spring, you, know, you think of spring cleaning, so just kind of keep that in the forefront of your mind to think that that's a good time to do your duct cleaning. Again. Absolutely. Yeah. So just to remind you, the phone lines are open here. We're at five one nine six four three twenty two twenty two or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. So if you've got a question in regards to heating, air conditioning, or plumbing, because the real professional professional of plumbing is sitting in <laughs> studio with me today. So yes, 
Because whenever you ask us a question, I usually text it to Dan anyways because <laughs> he's got the answers. Uh, so this came in from Jamie. Uh, when I was when I drained the bathroom, when I drained the bathtub, the bathroom sink gurgles and then smells like sewage. What would be the cause of this? He probably has a plugged vent pipe somewhere. Oh. As water's draining, it sucks air in behind, but it also has to push the air in the pipe out somewhere. Okay. Usually goes up the vent pipe. Um, it's trying to get air, so it's it's pulling water out of the trap in the basin. And once it pulls that water out of that trap when it's draining, there's no seal in there now. Okay. So any odor that's left in the drain lines, the sewer line... That will come up that basin until you use it again. Okay. And then when you use it again, you refill the the seal in the trap and everything's fine for a while. But he probably has a plugged vent line that's causing that whole scenario. So just for our listeners, every uh, every sink or so every station, let's call it a station like a bathroom or a kitchen or laundry, wherever there's yeah. a water or a sink – there has to be a vent to that. That's right. Every plumbing fixture has to have a vent of some sort. How they're connected together, there are many different scenarios that they can connect uh, vents together, different sizes for drains, different sizes for vents, but they all technically have to have a vent. And that vent runs through the house in inside walls that you're not aware of. Right. And gets all the way up and then up through the roof. Up through the roof. That's So if you're... Standing out the back of your house, normally they're at the back or at the side. You'll see a three-inch pipe or two coming out your roof. Those are your plumbing vents. And how high does it protrude from off the roof? It could only be a foot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Flat roofs, pitched roofs, there are different heights. But normally and most houses, you'll see it through the roof about a foot. So then it's got to be up closer to the peak then, I take it, right? Because if it's down further, snow load may interfere with that. That's right. But it doesn't necessarily have to be up further up the roof. But you may have to have the vent pipe extended because of the snow load. Because if snow covers it... It doesn't vent. And then you have all these... And then you have gurgling and you could have some odor problems and... And will know. the water not drain as quickly either then? That's that's correct. It so slow drain. drains, all those things. So yes. after a heavy snowfall, if all your plumbing fixtures start to not work properly. Check your vent first. And yeah. so that would mean... so if But if one, in, if one sink in the house was running really, really quickly and then the other one was running slowly... It might not be a vent that's, then. That's right. It probably is. The drain line itself is starting to get um, plugged with grease or hair or soap film or something like that. Okay. Yeah. And just, it's kind of, because it's, I don't think people think about that, right? People don't think of plumbing, they, they think of plumbing water, not plumbing air, but, you know, it, that's common. I mean, people always think of the things they see. Right. And and vents you don't really see because they're, they're all wall. they're all hidden. That's right. They're in a wall. They're in a joist. They're up through the roof, so you really don't see them the same. And let's face it, people just don't understand necessarily why plumbing works. They just know that it works, and when they you, want it to work. That's right. When you pull the plug, the water goes away. They don't know necessarily know where it goes. 
<laughs> well, most of them do know where it goes, but uh, they don't always know why. Why it goes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because it's quite, it, it's, it's quite an intricate infrastructure. It is. Um, traps can only be so far away from their vents, and they have to be certain sizes for certain fixtures, and um, they only allow so many liters of water through for certain sizes. There's a, there's many different scenarios that when you're sizing the plumbing for a house that people don't realize. So when people, when people install these new uh, bathrooms with all these body sprayers and stuff, they've mm-hmm. increased the water volume exponentially. That's right. So That's now, right. Uh, now there's a lot more water leaving the drain as well as there's a lot more demand on the hot water system of the house as well. That's right. That's correct. So your your body sprays, you know, think of – just think of having six shower heads in your – At the same time. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's basically it. That, that's over-exaggerating things, but – So you don't really need soap. <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. But you will need uh, a larger size lines going to your shower than you normally would. So you have to run everything needs to be three quarter inch at well. that point in yeah. time, yeah, because yeah. a half inch won't supply that. No, no, depends on how many body sprays you have, but and that three quarter has to come all the way back, all the way from the meter to the to the shower to the water heater. It has to be that size from the water heater to the shower, so that you have everything working properly. Right. Yeah. Interesting. I had no idea. Well, yeah. I, I did have some idea. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hopefully that kind of that took that question to another to another level, but okay. <laughs> um, our sump pumps aren't done yet, are they? No, they are not. But I can't talk about that now because we're getting close to a break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I can certainly talk about sump pumps when we come back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've got any questions about heating, air conditioning, or plumbing, please give us a call. We're here in station in studio at five one nine six four three twenty two twenty two or 1-866-354-8255. Talk to you soon. Okay, so that one's mine. That one was yours. Burning down the house. Well, you finished third this week. I, I, <laughs> I, I guess you could put it that way. <laughs> no, I just, curling season's over for me, so I'm burning down the house. Oh, I see. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, that was the reason for my song. Ah, uh, because curling season's over. Because curling season's over. So, uh, sump pumps. I got. Yes. We actually have a couple of questions that came in, but uh, some pumps quickly. Um, it's not time to. It's not time for them to stop working yet. No, it's not time. Um, you know the April showers. Yes. Um, brings May flowers. It may be <laughs> April snow brings flowers in June, but um, right. no, you're you're not. Your some pump is not. The season is not over and done with yet. So, so still make sure it's working. Right. So our sump pumps just went through a huge uh, trial uh, about a month ago yes. when when we had all that melt and everything. That's right. So it's if 
You just if you don't have a spare, I may strongly suggest that you pick up a spare because your sump pump has just through been through uh, an extra long workout. That's right. And just make sure it's working. Make sure that sump pit is clean. Correct. That's correct. If you uh, have a bunch of buildup of sludge or stone or something in the bottom of your sump pit, which is possible, especially after all that stuff came through, get it get it cleaned out. That's right, because. It, if if it was, it could flow through there and it could wreck the inside That's of that right. pump it and now starts, it's not going to work properly. It could uh, jam in the impeller or plug the impeller, which pumps the water out, so make sure that's cleaned that's up. That's right. So you don't yep. want to get into a surprise. Just get that get that looked that's after right. before we hit the next bout. That's right. Okay. So a couple of other questions came in while we were on break, Dan, and okay. one of them was, let me just get this. Um, are there any brushless sump pump motors? Like they've just come out with a brand new ECM driven uh, pump for boiler. Yes. So I guess the question would be: Do they make the same sort of thing for some pumps? I don't think they have yet. I'm sure it's coming, but I'm sure it will be coming. Yeah. Um, there's a few companies out there that are that are they're coming out with new stuff all the time. Um, Liberty Hydromatic, there's a couple of major ones there that are coming out with new equipment all the time. So uh, I think it's just not a matter too, of time. Yeah, not just a matter of time before they figure right. that technology out because exactly. that's that's where they want to go. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Frank sent in a question, uh, non-condensing tankless water heaters, what does that mean? So uh, there, when you hear when you hear about tankless, people just, it's it's all... It's all words to people, but non-condensing would mean it's not high efficiency. Correct. So condensing, if you hear condensing tankless hot water heater, it means it's over 90% efficient. And non-condensing would mean that it's probably going to be hitting in the 80 to 85% range. So, which is still way better than a normal water heater. Which is about 60 to 65. But yes. people, people, it's a misconception. People think that just because that water heater vents out through the side of their house with a venter motor on it, they think it's high efficiency. That's right. Which it's not. That's right. Yeah. Anytime that anything vents out the side wall, they think it's high efficiency, yes. which it isn't. Unfortunately, that's right. So uh, these tankless water heaters, I mine is uh, mine's 85%, so mine's non-condensing, but I know we install, like, we're installing a lot of the condensing tankless these days, yes. so, and they're over 90%. Yeah. And so if you're interested in getting rebates, though, mine would not qualify for rebate, even though it's a tankless, but it's a non-condensing. So you need a condensing tankless water heater to get a rebate. To get the rebate. And, th- and that rebate you would get from... It's from Union Gas, but you, just doing the water heater all by itself is not going to do it. Right. You're going to have to do something else in the house. You need to do a couple of things. Yeah. The other thing that we just found out was if you've got an electric uh, tank in your house, so mm-hmm. you've got electric, let's say, 40 or 50-gallon right. electric hot water heater, Yes. and you go to a tankless gas, you do not qualify for the rebate. That's because you had a 100% appliance, technically. You had an electric, and now you're going to natural <laughs> gas, right. and they will not give you that rebate. Yes. Which was a very, which was, uh, it caught us off guard, a bit of a surprise, but uh, we just found that out just the other day. But so, your energy savings to you as the homeowner would increase. Well, they should, Yes, right? they should, yes. Because that that electric water heater... Although it's 100% efficient on electricity, uh, you're, it's it's a very expensive fuel. That's that's correct. Where the natural gas at 95% is is yeah. it's 
going not well the fact is that electric water heater is working all the time and the gas ones the tankless is only working when you're heating water that's right yes that's right and they haven't uh they haven't came up with a a real good plan for a tankless electric water heater yet well it's i had a i had a customer funny you bring that up i had a customer ask me about <laughs> electric tankless because we're having a hard time figuring out how to vent the the gas water heater out of the house right it's too right. difficult to do so she inquired about an electric tankless water heater so in canada we, our surface water here in london in the middle of the winter is 40 degrees fahrenheit correct and i've got to get that 40 degree water to 120 in a matter of seconds that's right so in order to do that, because she has several bathrooms in the house, I would need to put I, – I looked at the electrical requirements. That thing wants 150 amps to make it run. So you need a whole hydro service to make that baby run. That's, that's the problem with uh, electric tankless is that most homes do not have the electric capacity there that they can put them in. Now, there are people working on those. There's different companies working on them. Um, if you wanted a small one to operate, right? So, point of use, let's say exactly for one sink or one basin or something like that. There are some out there for that that will do that job, right? But it 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 by no means will handle. So everything's got to be low flow in the house. So yes. like you almost need one yes. of these units to do a bathroom. Um, yes, and so. You, you won't be running the sink at the same time you're running the shower. You're either going to be running the shower or you're going to be running the sink. And you're going to be very unhappy when uh, <laughs> when someone's in the shower and then you turn on the sink and they don't get any hot water flow. Right. Yeah. So you just just be careful. Do the research on those products. Um, yes. I'm sure they will get better with time, but at right now... You know, in order to do a whole home with a, with an electric tankless is uh, it's it's well, you're going to have to get your electrician involved in it as well because the the electrical demands are are pretty pretty substantial. Yes, they yeah. are. Yeah. So um, we're coming to the. Well, we still have got a few minutes left. Um, your curling season is still running. Yes, we still have a uh, one night and our final weekend next weekend. Yes. And excited about that? Excited that's coming to an end, or <laughs> oh, no, no, not really. But okay. uh, you know, when the ice comes out, it's tough to curl. It... <laughs> <laughs> Those rocks don't slide on the they, sand like they, they used don't. To. <laughs> no, they do, they don't. It's always you know, it's it's kind of bittersweet. I'm happy that the that the summer is coming, but I'm I'm sad that curling season is ending. Yes, um, yeah, it's been a it's been a good year. So. So you've got one more. So hopefully, uh, does this mean that you're going to be in your playoffs then? Yes. Okay. Yes. And how's that going? Good. Not the, it, it's it's going to uh, depend. It's going to place us on where we are uh, next weekend on where we play and, okay. and what time we play. But okay. Yeah, I think uh, we're doing pretty good. So you got a shot. We have a shot. I think. Well, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> you got to you got to have a shot to to take home the prize. Yeah, the, well, we have three different divisions, and it's certainly it's not the top division. Let's put it that way. It's the top. It's the top of the division you're in. That's exactly well, that, right. That, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> that's correct. Come on, it's not like it, it's not a participation medal. <laughs> all right, let me see. I've got I've got my um, how I got my sign off here. I've got to read. There we are. 
<laughs> okay. So thanks, Dan. I just want to thank you for uh, for sitting in the chair today and helping yep. me out. Not a problem, Steve. Thanks, Andrew, as well, for uh, looking after this and also for Jacqueline for sitting in while we're just, it's all good. When we're not on the radio, though, you can reach us by calling in London and St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia, home show, uh, 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS. You can listen to a podcast of the show at RoyInch.com by hitting the inch by inch button on the homepage. And uh, if you're in the Sarnia area, please stop in and see us at the Clearwater Arena because that's yes. where the home show is. And uh, hopefully we could, you can see what we're wearing. We've got our fancy cotton candy vests on again. Oh, do you? Oh, yes. We stand out. We're getting lots of, lots of compliments on them. So uh, keep that in mind if you're in the Sarnia area. It's a beautiful day to come to a home show. But as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, but by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. It was a beautiful day. The sun beat down. I had the radio on. I was driving.